0: Hello and welcome to Training in Japan, the podcast that covers all things trains and travel in the land of the rising sun. I'm your host, Karun, and I'm glad to have you tuning in for this episode. Last time on the show... I discussed Japan's largest railway company, JR East, and its history, on top of giving you some places in Tokyo that you could go and check out. If you missed that, I highly recommend you go and give it a listen. On today's show, I'll begin to dig into the realm of private Japanese railway companies, specifically for the Kantō region. Since there are a total of seven major operators that merit their own discussions, I think it's best to break this deep dive into parts. This episode will be part one, and I'll focus on the Keikyu Corporation and Keisei Electric Railway, as they are the operators that serve both Hanada Airport and Narita Airport, respectively. As usual, I'll also be going over some locations that I highly recommend you go and check out, but I won't keep you waiting. Let's get into it. First up is KQ because it says Haneda Airport and that is by far better than Narita Airport any day of the week. The KeQ Corporation or Keihin Kōkyū Tetsudo Kabushiki in Japanese, my god that is an absolute mouthful, or simply KQ for short, is a major private railway company that services the inner southern Tokyo area, mainly Shinagawa, and connected to Kawasaki and Yokohama, continuing to serve the cities and towns on the Miura Peninsula, most notably Yokosuka, the site of a US naval base. Beginning as the Daishi Denki Tetsudo Railway, the company opened a small line called the Daishi Line in 1899, which was the Kanto region's first ever electric railway and only the third in the entirety of Japan after the Hanshin Electric Railway in Kansai and Meitetsu Railroad in Nagoya. Daishi Denki Tetsudo was renamed to Keihen Denki Tetsudo only three months after its first line was opened and the following years saw the small Daishi line be slowly extended and built up and in 1905 it connected the cities of Tokyo and Kawasaki. Keihen Denki Tetsudo didn't see much expansion until 1941 where it merged with Shonan Railways which extended its already existing network of track by another 36 kilometers. When the Second World War broke out, all the railways were acquired by the military and merged into regional blocks across the country. Hindenki Tetsuro was no exception, being formed into the block known as Dai Tokyo or Great Tokyo in English. But this didn't last long. In 1948, after the war, the railroad became independent again, and the KQ Corporation, its current moniker, was officially born. Today, KQ is responsible for five lines, one of them connecting to the aforementioned Hanada Airport, 87 kilometers of track and 73 stations. Also, KQ trains operate at an average speed of 120 kilometers per hour, making it the third fastest private railroad in the Tokyo area. But enough about that, let's get onto KQ's key lines. Try saying that three times really fast. Unlike Tokyo Metro and JR East, uh, a majority of private railways in Japan have one main trunk line and the other lines act as branches. Keikyu is no different. The Keikyu main line is 56 kilometers in length and connects Yokohama, Kawasaki and Tokyo as uh, mentioned before. The Tokyo to Yokohama section runs parallel to the JR East tracks but has significantly more stations along the way, allowing it to service more local communities. The line officially ends at Uraga Station in the city of Yokosuka, but many services do continue onto the Kurihama line at Horinochi, uh, three stations prior, and terminate at Misaki Guchi Station instead. The other line you need to know, especially if you're coming to Japan for the first time, is the airport line, which connects to Haneda Airport in Tokyo to the KQ main line at Keikyu Kamata Station. Most services will either continue on to Shinagawa Station or Yokohama, so it offers an easy connection to other major railways uh, to those arriving at Haneda Airport. I actually won't lie when I say I have some sentimental feelings for this line in particular, as it was actually the first line I took when I first moved to Japan in early 2018. And I clearly remember just getting on the train, having no idea where I was going, and I was just hoping I would just somehow find my way to the correct destination. And for all that, this line will always have a special place in my heart. But enough of me heading down memory lane. We have another railway to discuss, and that's Keisei. Keisei Electric Railway Company is another private railway that serves northeastern Tokyo and large parts of Chiba Prefecture, including the cities of Funabashi, Narashino, Chiba, and Narita. Unlike KQ, Keisei's history is actually relatively straightforward, with no name changes or major restructuring. The company was founded in 1909 and began services in 1912, initially only serving within Tokyo, between Edogawa and Oshiage stations. It wasn't until 1930 when the network reached Narita and increased to Ueno in 1933. But the next major milestone was in 1960, where the Keisei Line began through services onto the Asakusa Subway Line. Uh, For those who don't know what through services are, these are trains that travel on one operator's track, in this case Keisei, and continue onwards onto another operator's railway, in this case uh, the Asakusa Subway Line. This was the first interline service in Japan and has since become commonplace nationwide, especially in Tokyo. In 1978, Higashi Narita Station was built to complement the newly built Narita Airport. However, commuters would have to either take a shuttle bus or walk to the airport terminal from this station. It actually wasn't until 1991 that a direct connection to Terminal 1 was constructed, with Terminal 2 being connected to the line in 1992. Now, Keisei Electric Railway operates seven lines, 152. kilometers of track and actually has eight subsidiary railway companies under its ownership. Some of these include Shin Keisei, Hokuso Railway, the Disney Resort Line, yes you heard that right, Disney, and the Kanto Railway. Now it's time to discuss a couple of key lines from Keisei. Like KQ, Keisei has a main trunk line with other lines branching off. The Keisei Main Line connects Keisei Ueno Station to Narita Airport and is roughly 70 kilometers in length, as mentioned before. It connects Tokyo to Funabashi, Narashino and Narita in Chiba Prefecture. It should be noted that this is actually the slower line that connects to Narita Airport, with the faster one being the Sky Access Line, which is about 15 minutes faster, if we are comparing the rapid trains of course. And most surfaces on the Sky Access line don't actually terminate at Ueno, but they continue on as a through surface onto the Asakusa subway line before traveling onto the previously discussed Keikyu line to Hanada Airport or the Yokohama area. But now it's time to move away from all that train business and history and get into the travel segment. As always, I'll be giving you some locations you can go and visit, this time for the KQ and KSA lines. I'll be honest when I say that there are not a ton of interesting sites to see on each line, but that doesn't mean there is nothing at all. First up is Yokosuka City, just over an hour on the express train from Shinagawa station on the KQ main line, or the JR Yokosuka line if you prefer. And the city is home to both Japanese and US naval bases, but there are plenty of things to do. If you're a fan of ships, you can take a nice 45-minute cruise around the waters of the bases and get up close and personal with some of the ships docked there perfect for a nice hot summer day. You can also visit the battleship Mikasa, an old warship used during the russo sino War that has now been turned into a museum. You can tour the deck, bridge and the bowels of this ancient relic as the entrance fee is only 500 yen and with both Japanese and English support it's definitely worth the trip. But if ships don't interest you, you can always take a stroll through Verney Park along the coastal waters to unwind and relax. Further down on the KQ line is Jogashima, a small island that is 1.8 kilometers in length and 0.6 kilometers in width, located just off the tip of the Miura Peninsula. Take a 20-30 to 30 minute bus ride from Misakiguchi Station and you can check out the Jogashima Lighthouse, built in 1870 and is the 4th oldest lighthouse in Japan. Jogashima Park offers a nice stroll in nature, especially during the blooming seasons, and you can also have great views of the surrounding ocean. And moving on to the Keisei line, we have Sakura City located in Chiba Prefecture, about an hour away from Keisei Weno station. You can also take the JR line there, but I personally find Keisei to be more convenient. In Sakura City, you can check out the Castle Ruins Park, a massive forested ground that once housed one of the largest castles in the area. Unfortunately, there are only ruins now, but the entire park offers a great break from the city and is personally one of my favourite places to go and see the cherry blossoms every year. Within the park, there is the National Museum of Japanese History, where Japanese culture and history is on full display for everyone to see detailing how Japan grew from a primitive state to the modern nation it is now. Not too far from the museum is also the traditional Samurai houses, bordered by bamboo groves, and offers a great insight to the living conditions of the time. And that concludes this monster episode of Training in Japan. I certainly enjoyed it and I hope you did too. Next episode, I'll continue to talk about the private railways here in Japan, this time concentrating on the Odakyu and Tokyu Railway companies, and as usual, delve into some places you can visit. If you want updates on episodes, travel tips, or train news, follow the show on Twitter, at Training in Japan, or on Facebook. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you down the line.